it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello and thanks for joining us. This is the last formal episode of New Horizons for the year. Over the next few weeks, during the end of year period, we'll be focusing on some of the content that's been developed by Blind Citizens Australia across the year, including the Employment Symposium held earlier in the year and, of course, the BCA Connect event. This week, though, a final catch-up for the year from Blind Citizens Australia. We speak with Fiona Woods, President of BCA, and Sally Orish, the CEO, about uh, the AGM, their thoughts for 2023, and about the office closure for the end-of-year period. Fiona and Sally, thanks once again for joining us on the program. Fiona, congratulations once again on another successful annual general meeting uh, run over two parts uh, between last week and a few weeks ago. Yeah, thanks, Vaughan. We had... A two-part annual general meeting. We've had members about uh, over 50 all in all attend both meetings. Some people came to both parts and some came to one. And it was really wonderful to have the opportunity to report to our members on BCA's year 2021-2022. So we were reporting on our activities and our financial business and also on the elections we held recently. And of course, last week featured the presentation of the annual uh, audited financial statements of the association. And uh, that uh, seem to go quite successfully but just give us a bit of an outline as to why that was done in a second meeting uh, well unfortunately the um, part of the business of an annual general meeting is to receive the audited financial statements um, this year BCA was uh, required to appoint a new auditor because our auditor retired and that turned out to be a much more complex process um, than we expected and there were a number of accounting processes that um, we needed to implement and that we needed to provide um, records about. And so the whole process of getting the financial statements um, took a bit longer than estimated. So unfortunately, they weren't available for the first part of the AGM. And at that meeting, we moved a resolution to adjourn the AGM and hold it, I guess it was two and a half weeks later, at which stage the reports were available. Yeah, absolutely right. The financials are an extremely important part of uh, of what happens at an AGM, but it's by no means the only part. Uh, I was really interested to discover some of the work that BCA has been doing over the financial year of 2021 to 22. Fiona, talk about some of the uh, the focus points of that year in review as presented to the AGM. Uh, well, at the AGM, I talked a little bit about some of our member communications, and obviously New Horizons is a very important part of that, and another very important part of that is member update. Um, but that really enables people to keep much more um, up-to-date information about what's going on. It means we can tell people about surveys and all the different events we have and really keep people in touch with lots of things that are happening. We only introduced that really a couple of years ago, so it's interesting how quickly it's become accepted as an essential part of our communications. And other things we talked about were our employment projects, which have become a real feature in recent times with BCA and um, scholarships and internships and all sorts of, um, lots and lots of member op engagement opportunities. The year in review is quite a long document and it's available on the website and I really encourage people to read it because it really gives a good sense of all the different things that, that BCA does, including submissions and a whole lot of, there's so many areas we're active in, it's very hard to summarise. Sally, you've been CEO now for almost the entire year. 
What do you think are some of your proudest moments over the last 12 months and some of the biggest achievements uh, of you particularly? I think one of my proudest moments has been the development of the strategic plan, which we were able to uh, launch earlier in the year. Um, That was quite a, a huge accomplishment and something that I really enjoyed working on with Fiona. And I think the other uh, thing has been uh, working really closely with the staff at at BCA and supporting everyone through a lot of change over this year. Uh, There's been a lot of different things happening with um, new funding coming in or funding being extended. We've had a few, uh, quite a few new staff start and a few long-term staff leave the organisation. Uh, we've also had some some other changes as well, and it's been fantastic to be a part of that and to be able to provide that support and continuity to the team uh, and, and see us through another year. So given all that BCA's achieved over the uh, 2021-22 financial year and uh, given that Sally's coming up on almost, well, both of you are coming up on a year of uh, your positions now with Blind Citizens Australia, where to from here? What are your main focuses for 2023? Um, well, one of the first things, or one of the things I'm, I'm hoping to achieve next year is um, we've been talking for a fair while now about changes to BCA's constitution, and I'm hoping that they can um, actually proceed to happening next year. We're very close now um, to getting a, a draft out to members. Um, another thing really is working with the board and just um, continuing with all the work we've set up. As, as you say, there's been a lot of change. so. We had a board meeting after the AGM, or in the middle of the two AGMs, I should say, and um, one of the themes I'm really trying to work with is continuity. So we've kept the people as chairs of the various committees. Prue Watt will continue as chair of National Policy Council, and um, Andrew Webster will um, remain as the treasurer of the farm, the Finance, Audit and Risk Management Committee. Helen Ferris will still be chairing Engage, but she's actually going to have Doug McGinn join, joining her as a co-chair of that committee. So I'm fully excited to see those three committees continue on with their work. And of course, uh, it's worth pointing out that the only board member position that was up for election uh, at the previous AGM was in fact Doug McGinn's position and he was uh, appointed unopposed. That's correct. I should also tell members at this point that Julianne Bell has resigned as a director of BCA for personal reasons, but we're very excited to have Doug back with us. And there's also some other people joining the National Policy Council and the State Division Committee. Well, it's very sad to hear that uh, Julianne Bell has resigned from the board, Fiona. Do you have any plans at the moment as to, firstly, whether you will recruit someone to replace her, and secondly, uh, how that process might take place? Well, yes, it is sad, Vaughan, and I would like to thank Julianne very much for the work she's done with the board and particularly on the NPC that she was part of. Um, The board has the power to appoint someone to a casual vacancy and that um, person would be appointed until the next um, AGM, at which point there would be an opportunity for them to stand for election. And there'll be several people standing for election at the end of the year. Um, the board hasn't really had a chance to think about that at this point, so um, but it is completely up to the board. We, we have uh, capacity to have nine directors, so um, at the moment we still have eight, and um, this won't be happening, but the minimum directors we could have is three. But um, obviously we won't be getting to that point, but yeah, the board will be giving that consideration in January as to what we do with that position.
Mm. Of course, the National Policy Council has been doing a lot of significant work on the pedestrian safety policy and others over the last uh, little while. Good news to hear that uh, Prue Watt continues as chair of that uh, of that committee. What happened with those expressions of interest? Have you got people to fill those positions? Yes, yeah, so we've re- received three expressions of interest and they have all been appointed to the National Policy Council. They're from Nicholas Slow from New South Wales, Mark Warrington from Tasmania, and also Stephen Slukey, who uh, is in Victoria, but is also familiar to many of our Queensland members as well. Um, Sally, perhaps you could talk about some of the areas on which you'll be focusing over the next 12 months or so. Yeah, absolutely. Some of the key areas for BCA will be the review of the National Disability Insurance Scheme and we'll also be receiving the findings from the Disability Royal Commission later in the year. Uh, Our National Policy Council will be focusing on areas such as audio description and emergency preparedness and management. Um, We'll also be looking at the potential to hold a face-to-face convention or a similar event later in the year. Plans are are starting to come together and we're looking at the viability of an event such as that at present. And we'll also be expanding our peer connect groups and we've got a few other uh, exciting things that we'll be launching early in the year as well. I'm really looking forward to, to sharing those with members when the time's right. And of course, one of the important things that uh, keeps the organisation going, um, and we must congratulate Blind Citizens Australia on being one of the successful organisations and having the uh, ILC funding, particularly for the Eye to the Future project, uh, extended. What's happening with that and what's the scope for the ongoing nature of that? Yeah, thanks, Vaughan. We're really excited that our project funding is continuing. For Eye to the Future, it means that we will be able to continue working on our internship program. We've got some exciting updates happening to that very early in the new year. And we're also going to be continuing to focus on changing the perspectives of employers when it comes to hiring people who are blind or vision impaired. We actually have a a new staff member starting early in January, and that will be the focus of their role. We are continuing our Life Ready project as well. We did receive um, a funding extension for that too. And the Life Ready project allows us to to keep working on things like our peer connect groups, like BCA conversations, uh, Saturday night trivia. And it also ensures that we can do some organisational capacity building and development. And that involves uh, doing some training and professional development with staff. It allows us to do a lot of work to maintain BCA's sustainability into the future and also doing some governance work with our board as well. And Fiona, perhaps you could talk about what sort of scope there is for applying for further funding and uh, what your expectations are over the next 12 to twelve months to two years uh, in terms of the ongoing nature of funding for BCA. Sure, Vaughan. Well, as you know, one of the most important things about an organisation such as ours is maintaining its sustainability. And um, as people who attended the AGM will know, you know, we did actually have um, a deficit for the last year. Part of that is due to our investments, uh, along with everyone else's investments in the world, not doing particularly well last year. Um, we maintain very careful watch on that and we have uh, investment advisors so that hopefully as, as the situation for the economy improves, our investments will improve. Um, but also, in addition to that, it's going to be really important for us to maintain um, donations and to be looking for extra sources of grants at all times, which we're very actively doing. The board is very aware of the need to have good economic practices and so we're very keen to have a balanced budget at the end of June 2023. 
Now, Sally, we are coming towards the end of the year. In fact, this will be the last formal New Horizons program for this uh, for this year. Tell us about when the BCA offices will be closed and for how long and uh, what people can do should they require assistance during that time. Yeah, well, our offices will be closed. We'll be wrapping up on Friday the 23rd of December at 5pm Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time and the team will be taking a break and we'll reopen uh, at 9am Monday the 9th of January 2023. And if people do require any urgent assistance during that time, I encourage them to contact a local crisis service uh, who will be maintaining their operations over that Christmas shutdown period. Um, So that might be their local mental health service, GP, um, or perhaps one of their telephone counselling services that may be able to provide them with some interim support. Uh, There won't be anyone at BCA checking our voicemails or our emails during that time. Uh, But if the matter can wait, then they can reach out to us uh, from Monday the 9th of January. Excellent. Sally and Fiona, congratulations on another great year with Blind Citizens Australia and uh, all the best for the end of year period and uh, we'll talk to you again next year. Thank you, Vaughan, and thank you for every da- everything that you've done for New Horizons this year. And for the final time this year, Sally Orish and Fiona Woods from Blind Citizens Australia. Don't forget, BCA will be closed down from the 23rd of December until the 9th of January. If you'd like to find out more about the work of BCA, have a look at the website bca.org.au. You can, of course, listen to back episodes of New Horizons. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, look for Blind Citizens Australia in your podcast app of choice. You can still donate to the organisation as well, and uh, you'll find many ways that you can do that on the website. I'm Vaughan Benison. Thanks for a great 2022. I'll catch you again next year. We'll achieve the realisation of a dream. Of our dreams